Lance is buried in the ground, Gary. It's like Christmas and our birthdays rolled into one. Too bad it's only temporary, Walter. Just the same, we'll probably be awarded a medal, Gary. I'm only glad we could do our part, Walter. Anyway, Chip and Lance could claw their way out before the appointed time, Gary. (laughs) Walter, my sweet, simple Walter. Unless my understanding of physics forsakes me, it would take at least the force of an M67 fragmentation grenade to... What? The hole! Leave escape! No, no, Lance is still down there. But where's Chip? Shovel the dirt! Shovel the dirt! Ah, yeah! Lance, y'all right down there? Did you did you hear when I said dig this before I hit Walter and Gary with the rusty shovel? Oh, it was funny. Well, not my joke. Hitting him with the shovel. It was really funny. Where am I? Help me up. Help me out of here, Here Chip. you go. Uh, where, where am I? What's going on? Where's Livy? Lance, it may surprise you to learn that our enemies tried to bury us alive, but I gave him a violent beating with this rusty old shovel. After escaping six feet of dirt using my M67 grenade. I know what you're thinking. Again? What? Chip, how'd you keep from blowing yourself up? Simplicity itself, my dear Lance. The metal plating in my chest. Walter and Gary, what in blue blazes are you doing here? We work for Grandmother Shadow now, Lance. What? You mean the, like the ghost witch lady? Thing? Does she transform you into her shadow minions or something like that? No, she said we had already been her minions for a long time. Who knew? Oh, for Pete's sake, did you incapacitate these fellas enough here, uh, Chip? Uh, oh, the pain. Uh, so much pain. Oh. oh, come on, fellas, you're acting like they ain't even invented spinal fusion surgery. And I'll take that as a yes. All right, come on, let's get back to the cabin now. Let this be a lesson to you, Walter and Gary. He who buries Chip McGregory will eventually be hit many times with the same shovel with which he buried Chip McGregory. The ancient proverb is true. Come on, Chip. Come on, Lance. You think there's really a ghost witch? If Walter and Gary are involved, it can't be that scary, right? I just, I just hope Libby and Chad are where we left them. <laughs> where else would they be, Lance? And that ends the demonstration of my proprietary nanotech cure for the common cold. Nano cold hitting shelves next month or so R&B says. <laughs> Any questions? Yes, you over there. Mayor Dr. Livy, John Reynolds from the City Chronicle here. Will you be focusing your nanotechno research on deadlier diseases such as cancer? Ring ring. Hello, it's Mayor Dr. Olivia. Oh, I'm sorry. Cancer can't come to the phone right now. He's too busy with his new friend cure. Bye bye. <laughs> All in good time, Johnny. Nano Cold is tier one technology, a proof of concept. Beside which, the common cold is a comorbidity. Jenkinson here from the City Gazette. I don't know the word you just said. Jency, a comorbidity is a factor that makes someone more susceptible to death. Which means that if Nano Cold can wipe out the common cold, a great many lives can be saved on this beautiful planet we call Earth. One of the best planets to save. This is the best day of my life again. I break the most important stories. This is the best day of my life again. Always learning something. Why, it's Uncle Bunkus. Thank you, niece. Thank you. I just wanted everyone to know that the Bunkus Foundation will be funding the next phase of Mayor Dr. Livy's research with a generous grant of, well, what do we have to spare? Let's say one Billion dollars! We could buy a lot of stuff with that money. I know. I know it's a bit low this month, but once Bunkus International finishes the merger, I'm sure you've seen reported in the Times. Well, let's just say the Bunkus Foundation will have more billions where that comes from. Yes, we've done well since I became CEO. I won't call myself a visionary, but. I predict that a lot of other people will, very shortly. Thank you, Uncle Bunkus. You're so generous with your billions, although I'm not sure if there's a cause more worth giving to than mine. We love you, Mayor Dr. Livy. We're all so happy in this city, Mayor Doctor. 
Yes, well, we've all always lived in the city, haven't we? Oh, don't mind that noise. That's my wonderful cousin Chad. Up to his old tricks. <laughs> oh, oh, my nerves. All I wanted was peace. All I wanted was some peace and quiet, Raul. Now, now, dear. Everything will be fine. As mayor, Dr. Livy, I pledge once more to keep Chad's <clears throat> wonderfully aggressive energy contained so that our city can be safe and happy. If I can only have a grant for the purpose. Why, yes. Yes, of course. We'll build our nephew another soundproof room full of video games. Keep him busy for another week before he cuts it all to pieces. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Uncle Bunkus. Thank you, everyone. See you for the next press conference slash research presentation slash classical concerto at the same time tomorrow. Oh, my poor nerves. They're almost gone. Come along, Cecilia. Come along. We've always lived in the city, and it's always been safe. successfully concluded. Hmm, almost successfully. Why does Chad have to throw a wrench or chainsaw into everything? Why can't he just be happy? Haven't I told him time and again not to chainsaw during the hours of 3 to 6 p.m.? My most special time of the day with my adoring public. I play a violin concerto to entertain them. I present my latest inventions to amaze them. I pronounce peace to reassure them. Occasionally, I make a plum pudding, if I have time enough and plums. I should go visit him, even though I never feel quite like myself after a visit to Cousin Chad. But it has been a few weeks. Or months, or years? How funny! I can't remember how funny time is. I know I've always lived here, and yet... Oh well, why don't I head over? Way, Livy. That's Mayor Doctor Livy to you, Chad, and I won't go away. There's only so much crazy yelling and chainsawing your neighbors are prepared to listen to before they start assuming you're a crazy yelling chainsaw guy. I don't care. Are you happy? I thought you had everything you ever wanted. I do have everything I ever wanted. I am happy. I'm so happy I could chainsaw the entire world. Can I come in? Oh, you always butt in. Um, is this a movie theater, Chad? Because I'm noticing a lot of projection. Now, projection is when we displace I our know what projection is. Now stop thinking about chainsawing my arm off. How can someone who sounds so smart be so dumb? This isn't a Christopher Nolan movie. I know lots of things. You don't know anything anymore. I, 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 I don't know anything either. I want to tear it all down. Even though I have everything I wanted, I don't, I don't have anything I want. Chad, now, let's just... You know what? I'll talk to Uncle Bunkus. Maybe he'll finance R&D for a chainsaw with a nano-sharp edge. Think how much fun it will be. You'll cut through carbon steel in a millisecond. Go away, Livy. Thought we could watch. Talk about how much we're enjoying our lives. I could tell you all about my latest projects, Nano Cold, expressing the soul of Johann Sebastian Bach on my humble violin, and you could tell me all about about all your latest video games or chainsaws or whatever you've done here with the kitchen. Uh, don't touch Cheese Whiz Mountain. I don't know what you have to be sad about. Playing with your chainsaws should activate your dopamine receptors should cause you feelings of pleasure, should keep you bright and smiley. If chainsaws don't do it, what about all your other toys? The pinball machines in the east wing of your basement, the arcade games in the west wing, the giant screens playing non-stop HBO and Cinemax over by the bounce castles? Why shouldn't your life be as good as mine? Everyone has what they want here in the city. Why else would we have always lived here? Aren't you lonely, Livy? Lonely? Yes, me, if I'm lonely. Well, of course not, Chad. Chadster, Bo, Badster. Don't call me that. Chadster, Bo, Badster, the Radster. <laughs> Someone else should you call me that. Someone who bought me ice cream and drove me to school or something. I, I, I think his, his name was Lad. Blad. Okay, moving right and, on. And you had someone like that, 
to Olivia. I, don't, I almost remember when he would tell you, Olivia June, you, you'd better we shape live up. Here, we're happy here. We've always lived here. What can I just? Uh, what can I remember? Ted, we're all happy here. Why can't you be? And Bunker's just happy. Well, she's odd. She doesn't quite see the city the right way, does she? For someone who's always lived here. We've all always lived here. Some people just don't quite adjust, though, Chad. They don't have quite the right outlook. They don't assimilate. I'd hate to think that of you. But I never answered your question. Where are you staying, Liv? I never answered your question about whether I was lonely, Chatty Bo Baddie. What's wrong with you? I couldn't possibly be lonely when I have so many friends who think I'm the smartest, sweetest, bestest person who ever lived, who revere everything I say and do, everything I invent, every violin sonata I play, even my little detour in Oboe Land. <laughs> People, in short, who come to see me in a big crowd every day from the hours of 3 to 6 p.m., which is just when I have the right mixture of norepinephrine and dopamine to enjoy it to the max, and who never bother me with their problems or make me do chores, or tell me they're disappointed in me, do what I tell them to do. <sighs> That's why it's so hard for me, Chad. When you, well, when you disrupt things, life would be so simple if you would just... Just what? Just be happy! Chad, stop scaring everyone. But there's something wrong. How did we get here? How long have we been here? Well, we've always lived in this... You live all alone. What? And no one loves you. Two can play at the game of saying brutish, unforgivable things. Therefore, you are a nincompoop. Why are you acting like this? <laughs> because it makes me happy, Livy. You think you're so smart, but you're so dumb. You think everyone loves you, but they only love themselves. No one here loves anyone but themselves, especially you, and you're so dumb. Hey, I, I, um, I came here to help. To help you! You! Yeah! You don't care about me! You don't care about anyone but yourself! Of course I care, <laughs> Chad! That's why I'm inventing Nanako! To help who? Nobody in our city gets sick! Yes, well, we are a happy city. We have all always lived in this city, yeah! Can you even tell me the name of this city we've always lived in, Smarty Pants? Of course, it's... Go away! But we've only been chewing the fat, as they say, for... I said go away! Go away right now! Uh, okay, bye, bye! Ah, my name is Chad with two D's! <laughs> what is wrong with Chad? What is wrong with Aunt Bunkus? They act as though we haven't always lived in this city. Think, Olivia June, you can come up with the psychological... No! No, I'm not Olivia June! I'm Mayor Dr. Livy. Oh, who am I even talking to? Calm down. Tomorrow will be a perfect day. Perfect in every way. We have always lived in this city. It doesn't matter about Chad. Maybe I could go see Uncle Bunkus. That's right, he's so friendly, so generous, he'll cheer me up. He gives me billions of dollars and I make him look good in public. And what are friends for if not that? He'll be glad to see me, and Aunt Bunkus will too, and I'm sure that she won't talk to herself in that weird way she has, and nothing could possibly go wrong. Come on in, Livy. Sit down here on the double-sided Chesterfield. I don't know if that was my most expensive sofa purchase, but it may be the one I'm most proud of. Thank you, Uncle. It's a lovely sofa. Uh, double chest- Double-sided Chesterfield, yes. One of the first ever made from mid-1700s Britain. Immaculate condition, but when your pockets are as deep as mine- Tea? Porridge? Would anyone care for some tea and porridge? Oh, <clears throat> thank you, Aunt Bunkus. But- Now, dearest, how often must I tell you- I'm, I'm sorry, Rolf. What? What can I make for our guest? Have the head baker whip up some pastries. 
protocol, Cecilia. Oh, my poor nerves. Throw the porridge out. Out. But then what will we feed to our little... Oh, he's not here. I do hope he's all right. Yes, yes, he's fine. 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 Who? Who's fine? Little Rob. We have every assurance. I'm sorry, I don't understand. My baby boy flew away. He flew away like a bird. He's gone. He flew? <laughs> they grow up so fast. It was time for him to make his own way in the world, my dear, just as you are. Oh, yes. Do you ever see him? My baby boy. Oh, he doesn't want to be seen. He lives here in the city. He's always lived here. Somehow he never visits his poor mom. He flew away. But if you never see him, how do you, you know... I can feel him watching us at times. He flew away. His eyes on us. He flew away. I hope he's okay. I hope he's happy. Then why wouldn't he be? Yes, I... You were saying? Hmm? About your boy. Who's that then? Rolf Jr. Don't be silly, my dear. We have no children. Never have. Come on in, Livy. Sit down here on the double-sided Chesterfield. He flew away. Flew away. Flew away, and we have always lived in this city. Happy. Happy. Everyone here is happy. Everyone here gets what they want, Livy. All the time. Whether they like it or not, you could say. <laughs> and the shadow is the way to it all. The shadow, the shadow is, the is the way to the substance. I remember that. In any case, we wouldn't change a thing. Right, darling? Not a thing. There was a boy once, perhaps. And he took the path of shadow first, well before us. Took the path. Took the path. Took the path. It was for a good reason. An excellent reason that we sent him off on it. But who remembers these things? You can't spend your life worrying about your children. That's what I always say. You have to sort of forget. That's what I do. I sort of forget. Forget what? One has a bank to run. One has a charitable foundation to administer. One has to keep old Cecilia here comfortable, eh? I'm very comfortable. It's only my poor nerves at times. When I look in the mirror and I see... The mirror? What, what did you say, Aunt Bungus? Come on in, Livy. Sit down here on the double-sided Chesterfield. Would you like some porridge, dear? Throw it out! Out! Oh, but Rolf, I saw him, our baby. We never had a baby. Oh, yes, I keep forgetting. But look there, in the mirror, all grown up and taller than you. I'll do no such thing. There's nothing here. Oh, oh my, my nerves. They play tricks. I don't see anything there, Aunt Cecilia. It's just an ordinary mirror and nothing to see, but... Daddy! Daddy! Is that you? Say what now? Daddy! What's that, my dear? You saw something! You saw something, too! Livy, what did you see? Nothing, Uncle Bunkus. I thought I saw something in that mirror, but... No, it was nothing? I don't remember. Come on in, Livy. Sit down here on the double-sided Chesterfield. Do you need money? No, no, I... Not like you'd ask me privately, but still. A friend in need is a friend indeed. Sit down here on the double-sided Chesterfield. Oh, Uncle Bungus, no one's ever been a more generous friend to me or to the whole city than you. I simply wanted to say hello, stop by, have a look at your beautiful home, that's all. Very good, very good. Well, the hour grows late. The lamps are burning out front, as you see. Probably time for a young lady to be getting home. I'm sure you're right, Uncle. Watch for the shadow that lurks. Don't let it get near. Goodbye. Stop by again, you hear? Yes. Goodbye. Yeah, what's that porridge doing here still? I told you. Shadow. Don't let the shadow get near. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know what she means. Well, here we are outside the farmhouse, Lance. Well, Tip, there don't seem to be any ghost wishes around, so I'm going to go in there and have a heart-to-heart -heart with Chad and Livy. If you take out their hearts, they'll be sorry. They misbehave for sure. Right. Uh, just hang back for a minute, huh, Chip? If I see any ghost witches, I'll hoot like an owl. 
specifically an owl that can speak English and say, it's a ghost witch. Right. Hello? Anyone he here? Uh, hello? Hello, Lance. <laughs> Sparky, what on earth are you doing? Where are the kids? What's with all the tools and things? Well, Lance, I'll give you the bad news first. A ghost witch took your children. And what's the good news? It's good for me because she's inducted me to be another of her minions with the promise of great reward. What? That's right, Lance. Walter and Gary may have sold their souls for a bag of Charleston chews, but I sold my soul for something even better. Two bags of Charleston chews. And I don't have to split them. Those guys are sure dumb. Sparky, this is completely... Okay, okay. It is in character for you, but... I guess I'll chop you up with this chainsaw now, Lance. Oh, what? The ghost witch is puppeteering my arms and legs, so please don't take this personally. Ah! Whoa, hey, whoa! Sorry, Lance. When I let myself be possessed by a ghost witch, I had no idea it would lead to this type of mischief. Again, I ask you not to take it personally. I can't control what I'm doing. Ah, ah, Sparky. I'm pretty tempted to take this personally. What's this? Chainsaws? Lance is really laying down the law. Good for him. Spare the chainsaw, spoil the child. Back to practicing my owl noises. I heard that if you put your hands together like so and blow into them, you can make a noise like this. Well, I'll be hundreds of owls. It's like that scene out of Harry Potter where Hermione punches Draco. His face always reminded me of an owl that needed to be punched. Ah! Stop! Stop it, Sparky! Chop, chop, Lance. What? Is that some kind of pun? I saw you first, Lance. Don't pun me. Hiya! My chainsaw! Sparky, I don't know what got into you, but I'm gonna go look for my kids now. Why don't you hang around? How dare you throw a hook at me? I'll level you. Was that a construction level thingy? Don't be such a pothead. Oh, did you just hit me with a pot? There's no way out. Ah, snow shovel. Oh, what? So many puns. I don't like puns either. It's the witch. Dance I'm possessed by the witch. Can you dig it? Snow! Do-do-do. My, oh my, Lance certainly is putting the pun in punishment. And young Ted and Livy do seem to be putting up quite a fight. You think I should go in there, new owl best friend? <laughs> hoot hoot indeed, Monsignor Owl. <laughs> Get off me. I'm sorry for pinning you down, Lance. Once again, the witch has control over all my bodily functions. And I'm especially sorry for smashing you in the head with this crowbar. With this bar, it's always last call. Dang it all, Sparky! Do-do-do, just a standing outside doing nothing. Nope, I'm not intervening in any way. Prepare to eat crow, Bar. Ah! I'll just raise it up over your head, very slowly. Sparky! Don't be right there! Just taking in, Lance. I was having a nice conversation with Mr. Al, but you know what happened then? He didn't give a hoot. He didn't give a hoot, Lance. I hate puns so much. See ya, Lance. Why is Sparky trying to murder you? The ghost witch is controlling my motor functions, Chip. I can't help but murder Lance. <laughs> is that true? Is it true, Sparky? Oh, Chip, I can never lie to you. I'm not possessed by a ghost witch. What? I was only pretending so I could give Lance a good beating. What? Get off me. I've been mad at Lance for 12 years, ever since I asked him for a hundred bucks so my wife and I wouldn't be evicted. What to do? He gave me an insultingly crumpled hundred dollar bill. What? Lance. Well, I can see why you were insulted, Sparky. What? But that really ain't a justification for beating somebody up. It's not? 
No, it's not. And although my knowledge of the legal system is rudimentary at best, I'm not convinced that you're possessed by a ghost which defense would hold up before a jury of your peers. It wouldn't? Of course it wouldn't. Oh boy, this was a close one. I could have gone to jail for assault and battery. Uh, you're still going to jail for assault and battery. Oh, now, Lance, just cause you're upset, no need to make up words. You can apologize to Sparky later. I can what? In the meantime, it would appear your children are not here. I'm pretty sure I saw the ghost witch carry them into the corn. What? It's what gave me the idea for the whole ghost witch assault thingamajig we've all been laughing about. Uh, okay, Sparky, how about you stay here and cut back on the murder attempts? Cut back? I see what you did there, huh? Well, I'll be! Thunder and rain! Pretty dramatic, huh, Lance? They say that's how the ghost witch arrived in these parts, on the thunder. Well, maybe that's how she's gonna go out, too. You worried for the kids? If she heard them, I'm worried about the witch. Well, let's say we go look for her at the creepy old cabin, Lance. Here's the cabin, Lance, and, uh, Lance. Wasn't it all broken down before? Yep. Then why is it all put together and there's an eerie green light coming out of it, Lance? I don't see any green light, Chip. This looks like an ordinary cabin to me. Well, it ain't. It's a creepy supernatural cabin and it ought to have an eerie green light coming out of it. Where's the eerie green light, Lance? I don't know, Chip. But you know what else? I also don't care. So there's that. Hey, yo, Ghost Witch, Grandmother Shadow, whatever you are, open up. That is some green infernal fire in that fireplace. It's just normal fire, Chip. But it ought to be green. Won't you both come in? Come in and dry off. Which goes? That goes, Chip. Which witch, Lance? That chip witch, Lance. Which witch is that ghost witch chip witch, Lance? Gentlemen, what may I do for you? Why have you come to disturb an old woman at home? Well, let's see. I, I want my kids back. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know what you mean. What is freely given to me is mine. Mine! Now you listen here. Plus, this here ain't your house. This here's a Redford property. But at least it was before it became a creepy demon cabin. Uh, Lance, your ancestors never owned a creepy demon cabin, did they? Foolish, foolish, foolish man. I say again, what is freely given to me is mine. I have a claim. Now you listen here. I'm the father of one of those kids, and I'm the uncle of that other one. Apples and oranges, beetles and boll weevils. The claim of blood is nothing to the claim of shadow. What the children gave to me was theirs to give, not yours. I have a bullet I'd like to give you right now, Granny. Your gun cannot harm me. What I mean is I'd like you to take this bullet from my outstretched hand. Because I'm a generous person, and I like to give away free bullets, even to demon witch grandmothers. I'd also like to give you this rotten potato I found outside your door. It reminds me of a decrepit old hag, so I thought you might like it for some reason. Put that away, Chip. Now you listen here, ghost witch, you demon hag. Give me my baby girl back. <laughs> Such demands. I grow tired of demands. Where are your manners? What do you have of value to me to offer in exchange for the shadows of these children? Livy, Chad, where are you? I don't know, Lance. This is a one-room cabin. Ain't nowhere for him to be in here. True. True. Nowhere. Have a cup of tea. Their shadows are mine. Mine. Big words for some old crone trespassing on family land. You accuse me of lying in my 
own house. Their shadows are mine. Possessing their shadows, I possess their substance. Possessing their substance, I leave them as shadows. They are lost in the deepest umbra of their dreams. A land where I reign. Listen to me, yo, crone. I don't know nothing about penumbras or dreams or nothing like that, but I know you did something with my children. Now, why don't you tell me what it was before I let Chip put a bullet in you? Oh, boy. I will not be mocked. I will not be mocked. You think I do not possess what I claim to possess? You threaten me with guns. Very well. Very well, mortal. Then what are these beds? And who are these pale children lying upon them? Livy, sweetie. Ah, demon beds. What is this, the Motel 6? Livy, wake up. Wake up. Hey, Chad. Chad, wake up, buddy. This bed ain't natural. It's made out of some kind of demon matter like Ikea. Your daughter cannot hear you. She lives free of you by her choice. No. Livy, your hand's so cold. Chad, Sweetheart. I can't wake him up, Lance. Shucks, I can't even tell if he's breathing. And he's not even playing video games. What have you done to my daughter? No more explanations. You have no claim. You will go now and leave an old woman in peace. No claim to what is mine, my children. Oh, Lance, I have a strangely involuntary desire to leave. And a strangely voluntary desire to buy a rocket launcher and fire several hundred rockets at this here cabin. After we get the children out, of course. Got it. You gotta fight it, Chip. My legs are trying to move too, but I'm not gonna do it. <clears throat> Chip McGregory's legs. You're gonna obey the will of Chip McGregory. Or so help me. I'll cut you off and feed you to the bagel grilling. That's right, legs. Mutually assured destruction. <laughs> Go! Let the gloom claim your love. Let it be darkness. No! No! Hold on to his hand, Chip. Don't let go. Ah! <clears throat> it stopped. Chip McGregory's legs, you done well today. I'll reward you later by, uh, let's see, uh, cutting you off and feeding you to the bagel gremlin. <laughs> uh, no, wait. You have gained nothing. Nothing! You can't actually kick us out, isn't that right? Because you are lying. Your claim on our kids, it ain't complete. Oh! Shapes and shadows, dreams and marrow. Calm down, devil woman. Man, this one is nuttier than Miley Cyrus eating a payday in a nut factory. So if your claim is complete, how'd we ever get into your cabin, huh? How'd we even see it in the first place? Your grandmother's shadow, right? You hide as you please, you show yourself as you please. That's right, I heard all the dang stories. I know all that stuff. I know you let us in because you had to. I know the only way for you to take Livy and Chad completely for yourself is for us to give up on them, ain't it? Well, they haven't forgotten me or Chip, even. Ain't that right? What do you want? What? This gloaming draws to an end. The gloom gathers. The children will not resist forever what they have desired. Only a spark within each one resists even now. My claim is true. There is not long. Speak. Would you like me to do for you as I did for the man Bunkus? Long before I claimed his shadow, I gave him wealth untold for his child shadow. I could do the same for you. Here's what I want. Lance! What, Chip? I believe I have an observation that may assist us in our quest to rescue the souls of Chad and Livy from being lost to a demon hill's my grandmother. Uh-huh. Okay, Chip. What is it? I really appreciate it, Lance. It's not every day you ask me what I think, Lance. Chip, for Pete's sake. It means an awful lot to me, Lance. Dang it all, Chip. I shall now answer your question, Lance. Oh, boy. I'm so happy. My helpful observation about this here situation is... This lady ain't really a grandmother at all. Besides which, she's completely evil, and we shouldn't trust her for even a second at all, so... I think I might be wearing a wig, Lance. Is that so, Chip? I might be a spy. You want me to shoot myself? I want you to take your brain pills. Why me? Why me? My tea is almost gone. 
Dawn is coming. Dawn will be the end. Speak or be silent. What do you want? Send us to them, wherever they are, in their dream, shadow, world, whatever. Send us there. We want to speak to them. (laughs) They will never let you in. Never. That's my business. (laughs) Yes, yes, your business. To come further into my realm, yes. And if you fail there, it will be my business. Mine. Uh, Lance, I get the impression that if we take this mission, we're putting ourselves in danger of being a meal for Granny here. Levy, sweetie, if you can hear me, I'm coming. Listen to me. Hold on now. Hold on. All right. Put, put, put us in. Be us up to the mothership, or grandmothership, as the case may be. And hour before dawn. No more. No more. Then you too will be mine. You two will sleep in such a calm darkness. We'll see about that. We'll see about that, that, you. You old. You old. Lance? Lance, are you asleep? Because you kind of. Kind of trailed off. Yes, sleep. Old shadows, lean meat, brah. But you will serve a little to nourish Grandmother Shadow. A little. Lose yourself in the witching city of dreams. I must have fallen asleep in a grassy field of statues and pedestals with trophies. There's a lot of trophies out here on this gorgeous field. Picture of the year? Well, that looks from... That's my high school. Hey, this trophy has my name on it. Well, I thought Mom threw that out. And all my college ball trophies? I forgot about those, but it's all kind of coming back to me now. This is my Rookie of the Year award and my gold glove. These statues are of me? Oh, Redford, old pal, that sure was a mighty fantastic tour of your field of trophies, but there's baseball to be played. You gotta hustle. Time to head to the city ball field and uh, take my rifle place. It's the greatest major league pitcher of all time. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lance. Lance. Oh, Chip. I didn't see you there. I don't know why not, Lance. I've been standing here waving my arms around like crazy for ten minutes while you soliloquized about your trophies. And what if I did, Chip? I have a long and story career. Why else would I be the GOAT? Why else would all baseball fans know my name? Why else would they always remember it while uh, they forget everyone else? Christy Matthewson, more like Christy Can't Throw Son. Walter Johnson, more like Walter Can't Throw Son. Pedro Martinez, more like Can't Throw Martinez. Clayton Kershaw. I, I, I see what you did there multiple times, Lance. Uh, I just got one question for you. When you say goat, do you mean greatest of all time, quote unquote? Or do you mean that goat that's eating a hole in your pants right now? What? Dang it all, Chip, where'd he come from? <laughs> Turns out this is my happy fantasy world of nightmares, too, my friend. In fact, I think I might have already had a taste of it back when we were on Possum Island. It's your what? That's right, Lance. This here field of trophies is a fake enticement to live in a life of selfish dreams. A world of shadows. No, Chip, it can't be. I worked hard for all these trophies here in the city where I, I've always lived. I can I can remember every game I ever played. Well, tell me this, Lance. Do you remember this giant talking burrito? Sergeant Pepper at your service, Captain Lance. Ah, a giant burrito that can talk in an army uniform. Otherwise, I'd be naked, sir. A chip? Riddle me this, Lance. Do you remember the way that in high school you fell in love with a gal named Lara and started saving money and gave up your dreams of baseball? Um, 
Wait a minute. And that in fact, you are here risking your soul in a fantasy nightmare so as to save your eldest daughter, Olivia June Redford. Oh, shoot. And that in fact, you never even had dreams of baseball. You just like to play pickup games now and then. And you always stunk at pitching. That's enough out of you, burrito. Blazes Chip, I almost bought into it for a minute. More like 15 minutes, Lance. How could that even happen? We're dealing with a real witchy witch here, Lance. We gotta find Livy and Chad. We don't have a lot of time. Though I'm pretty sure time... It just feels different here, don't it? Hey, there's the rest of the city poking out over the crest of that hill, Lance. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. With all the strange curlicue-looking towers beyond green fields under a big pink sky. Something kind of beautiful about it, but kind of sick, too. In any case, it ain't far. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> Crazy palaces, golden streets, exotic shops. It's a grand bazaar of many dreams, Lance. A metropolis of enticements and dark secrets. I'd go so far as to say it's kind of weird. Ooh, lucky. I bet Chad's over there in that building. How'd you know? Well, because it's in the shape of a giant chainsaw. Oh, why don't you go after him, Chip, and let me go after Livy? Sure thing, Lance, old chum. No brain pills required. I sure hope not, Chip. Where to go find Livy? Why, I could be searching for her for... for... Good afternoon, good afternoon. Livy, I'm coming, Livy. Whoa, tell me more about yourself, Sergeant Pepper. Here in Shadow Dream World, sir, burritos of every kind fight side by side as brothers in the Talking Burrito Corps. Sounds like paradise. Who do you fight against, Chad Talking Burrito? Against the Gordita Bandits, sir. Is that where you got the scar on your brow, Sergeant Pepper? On Avocado Mesa, I was hit by a fragment during a hard shelling. Sounds like it was Nacho Day, Burrito. The battle was hot, sir. Ever since then, I wear a helmet, just in queso. You've been through an enchilada ground combat, burrito. I have no beef with ground combat, sir. But it leaves a sour taste in my mouth whenever my unit gets creamed, sir. Any other experiences you want to taco about? In the Cayenne Desert of Tamalia, sir, I lost a kidney, bean, through friendly fire, sauce. You're a burrito of many layers. And you've been through some pain. In fact, they should put you in the Hall of Pain, yo! <laughs> it's funny because of all the pain you've been through. I see the humor in that, sir! Also in all the puns, sir! Puns? Here we are at the big old chainsaw building. Time to go rescue my nephew, Chad. You wait out here, Mr. Burrito. But listen for my special whistle if I need you. It goes like this. I will not fail you, sir! I know you won't. Okay, here we go. Oh, that shiver? No! No! Wait, I'm coming in. I'll tell you that! Wow, Chad, you got more chainsaws than Barbara Streisand before my squadron put a stop to secret celebrity murder island. Get out of my house! It's me, your loving Uncle Chip. I don't have an uncle. I don't like uncles. And no uncles like me. Ergo, I'm completely unlovable and unable to love anyone. Sound logic, young Chad. But have you considered how you would feel if a giant talking burrito came into the room while you were in a chainsaw frenzy? Sergeant Pepper reporting for duty, sir! The giant talking burrito! Run away! No! Never get away! Giant talking burrito out! Oh, I can't get what I want! I just wanna chainsaw the world and be happy, but I'm not happy. Chad, do I perceive that this desperate attempt to shred Sergeant Pepper has brought you to an awareness of the vanity of a life of animal pleasures? I want chainsaws and PlayStation and HBO. And do I further perceive that you are currently experiencing the horror of having no one in your life to love and discipline you and hold you to a higher standard than that of a degenerate hooligan? I don't need anybody. Love is stupid and I want to be left alone. And do I still further perceive that you are on the verge of tears and in great need of a hug from somebody who does in fact love you? 
Oh, come here, you degenerate, horrible hooligan. Everything's gonna be fine. There you go. It's the mission complete, sir! Is my life out of danger? Mission complete, Sergeant Pepper. This victory is yours. I've never been so scared in my life, sir! Stuff it, nonsense, Sergeant Burrito. So far, busting folk out of the dream world has been as easy as pie. Living might be harder. I think she fell further into the dream. What makes you say that, Chad? Today, good citizens, I'll be playing Bach Violin Concerto in E Major. As you're no doubt aware, the allegro section of this concerto is in the ritornello form. Now, a ritornello was first developed by the composer... Livy! <laughs> Excuse me? My fine fellow, you interrupted my show notes. And I'm sure you meant to say Mayor Dr. Livy didn't you? Mayor Dr. <laughs> Libby. My name is Mayor Dr. Libby. And this is my city. Your name is Libby. Mayor Dr. Libby. Mayor Dr. Libby. Mayor Dr. Libby. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. That's all right. You can let him go now. I'm sure he's come to his senses now, haven't you? That's right, niece. You tell them. Yeah, you tell them. They call me. Your name's Livy Redford, daughter of Lance Redford. That's me. What did you say? You have no right to say these things. No right to disturb the peace. Lance Redford, that's me. I'm your dad and I love you. Get out. I don't need you. Get out of my city. Seize him. We'll put him in jail. We don't have a jail. This is a city without crime or police. We must punish the outlier. Oh, my nerves won't everyone be quiet. We'll give him to the shadow. The shadow that lurks at night. Mayor Dr. Libby. Mayor Dr. Libby, is it true that you have a father? Is it true that this is him? Oh, boy, oh, boy, what a story. <laughs> I always get the best stories. Hey, Libby, if you're the mayor, how about some order here? Ow. I can hardly breathe. Please. Yeah, that's a problem with everyone here, isn't it? Doing as you please all the time is no way. Ow! You don't let go of me. Jim! John Reynolds here at City Center. Breaking news as Mayor Dr. Livy presides over an out-of-control crowd and reveals herself as an insecure, out-of-control young lady with severe daddy issues. Perhaps she doesn't quite fit into the city's ethos. Jenkinson here at City Center. Mayor Dr. Livy is currently breaking down in tears on the platform. Why would things just go the way I want? Why did I just have what I want? Everything was perfect. It was going so well. As you can see, Mayor Dr. Livy is alternating between states of grief and anger. Hey, my camera! Bad mob! Bad! Uh, this could put a real dent in the reputation of mob justice. Mayor Dr. Chainsaw Evan, young Chad. Not that I approve of you or any other young child threatening people with dangerous technology. Unless you're in a dream shadow world of your own creation and you only do it to scare them out of their minds and save your family from certain doom, in which case I salute you. Libby, are you alright? And Uncle Lance, I remember you. Uh, nice chainsaw, Chad. Libby, sweetie, it's me. What's going on? What's wrong with my city? Sweetie, this city was always a bad idea. It was a devil's bargain. I don't remember. The shadows live. She took our shadows. 
I think she did it to everyone here once upon a time. I don't... To be precise, young Livy, you and Chad made a bargain to sell your souls to a devil woman in exchange for a... A really dumb fantasy world that only serves to show how immature and unequipped the two of you are to know what you need and or want. Ergo, children should trust their parents instead of trying to live without them. Whatever. My fantasy was completely awesome until it became some kind of lame existential nightmare. And then it was a lame existential nightmare. But my actions were great, minus the dumb consequences. But I invented Nanocold, and everyone loved me all the time, and I was the most popular girl in the city. I had everything I ever wanted. And you were alone, Liv? You had nobody to love you. But I love you. Me too. Yeah, me too. Everything else is just a nightmare. Don't you see me, Libby? Don't you know my voice? Don't you know your father? Stuff and nonsense, girl. Say, for the sake of argument, you were such a uh, naughty child that you had thrown off your father, your friends, your whole life for a dream. Do you really think said father would be willing to sacrifice everything just to come rescue you? Well, sure. Right, Lance? Sure as the sun rises. Or should, should I say, indubitably. Daddy? <gasps> Daddy! Livy! Livy! Remember a volcano and... Yeah, it'll come back to you. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, you came back to her. Sweetie, don't be ashamed. She should be a little ashamed, Lance, actually. What, what have I done? Why was I so angry? Why was I so dumb? <laughs> I guess you're going to have to answer those questions for yourself, hon. Sometimes you look back and the person you were, you, you don't even know. But I, I love you, and I forgive you. And what's done is done. I, I'll tell you a secret, sweetie. And you listen up too, Chad. Everybody's got a shadow, an angry little devil that just wants what it wants, no matter the consequences. But I got that in me too. Really? Yeah, it, it, and here's another secret. The more you tell it no, the smaller it gets. Okay. I love you, Livy. You'll always be my girl, no matter what. I love you, too. Well, I learned a valuable lesson today, just like I think we all did. Never make a deal with a ghost witch for a chainsaw. Uh, that's pretty much uh, inapplicable to any other situation. It's better to save your money and buy one from an authorized dealer. <laughs> you little... Uh, anyway, I'm sorry I got you in trouble, Livy. Actually, I think this time I got you in trouble. Well, nobody stifles the us. It's time to go home now. Home? Uncle Bunkus. She wants to go home? Aunt Bunkus, I, I know you want to go home. This is our home. This is our city. We've always lived here. We never had a child and we never sold him to the witch. And if we did, if we did, this is our home. We never did. Never. And I am a prosperous man, not some bumpkin of a farmer. And I get all the stories. No one keeps secrets from me. All of us have everything we ever wanted, young Livy. The shadow that lurks at night has been good to us. We delight to be its substance. We delight to become shadow. We are both devoured and devourer. And it's good to feed. Boy, the popular sentiment here leaves something to be desired. Uncle Bungus, you have to come back to the real world. The so-called real world? Here we live, we love, we have everything we need. Uh, Uncle Bunkus? Uh, Aunt Bunkus, I'm, 
We have always lived in this city. We have always lived in this city. We Dumb, Lance, is it just me and my lack of brain pills or are all the fair town folk turning into skeletal mucusy monster men? Unfortunately, Chip, this is about as real as unreal delusions get. That makes as much sense as the things I usually say, but, uh, okay. The town is what is real. The town is what's real. The shadow is what's real. The shadow is what's real. We are the shadow. You belong to us. You belong with us. Stupid! He can't stop all of us. Don't be afraid. Does it not have a muckle lance? You're coming closer. Hey kids, you know how sometimes in your dreams you can stand your ground and the nightmares aren't real? And then you wake up? Yeah. Yeah? This ain't that kind of dream. Run! Through this gateway, Commander Chip! I wondered where you were, Sergeant Pepper. Everyone through here. You run on, Commander Chip! Sergeant Pepper, no! Can't be thinking. Tell Mrs. Burrito. She was my only craving. What a cheesy thing to say, Burrito. Come on, Chip, hurry. It's been an honor, sir. I will not fail you, sir. Kill the Burrito. Chip, you gonna let him sacrifice himself in vain? They're closing in! Let's take the stone walkway that winds up into the sky! It just goes up and up and disappears into the cloud! Yeah, maybe somewhere in the sky there's a way out of here! It's worth a shot! Come on, run! Say, yeah. ah! we're already miles above the city. Tallest building is several stories below us. At least there's no pesky guardrails to block our view. <laughs> Why do our adventures always end with us over some ginormous height? <laughs> I, I don't see any end to this walkway. <laughs> it just keeps going up. And we're getting lost in the pink fog of these clouds. Yeah, at least those monster things didn't... Uncle Bunkus! Sanders goons! We thought we'd let you wear yourselves out running. We've been waiting in a cloud. We had one of Bianca's dream blimps drop us off. Yes, that is a thing. You're nothing but monsters, nothing but shadows. Welcome to the family, little niece. We are substance consumed by shadow. We have left our mortal form behind and become part of the shadow of the ages. We long for the day of honors to me. There was a girl once, very much like my little niece, Olivia. She wanted to walk the skies. She built this bridge to the stars. She walked it into the shadows of the void. So may we all. So may we all. What do we do, boss? Eat the substance. Leave the shadow. <laughs> Chip, I'm getting tired of these punk zombies and their stupid beat poetry. Could you say just shoot them off the sky bridge? For that, I'd need two Glock 9mm automatics. Which I possess. You mean through the power of dream? Nope. I've had them all along. <laughs> you zombies want a taste of Chip and Gregory? <laughs> Take that! Take that, you shadow zombie creature of the nightmare world! Time for you to leave the 
Hello, friend. Take that! Keep led, you fantasy knockoff monster! This is my bridge now, Shadow Slime! Here's a bullet for you, you monstrosity. Then here's another bullet. Hey, got another bullet. Turns out I've got a lot of bullets! Stop the scabby as you go! Can I get in there with my chainsaw, Uncle Lance? Fine, go ahead. Surround them, you fools! Don't let yourselves get knocked off! Please, the shadow, with victory! Jealous you're not fighting the zombies, sweetie? I think it's more feminine to let Chip and Chad handle that. Also, see that crowd of 50 that's running up the sky bridge? My nano swarm's about to send them flying. What? No! This can't be happening! Come here, you brat! Hey, get your slimy, shadowy hands off my daughter! No! Oh, my nerves! You wouldn't punch a lady, would you? Nice work punching that villain off the sky bridge, Lance! Thanks, Daddy! <gasps> uh, what's that? Uh, that'd be the dawn. But the sun's already up! That's just an invitation. What's happening, Lance? Dawn's coming, Chip. But the witch granny said it down, she claim us. She don't have a claim on any of us, Chip. The Dawn does. Step into the light, y'all. Hold hands. Gotcha, Uncle Chip. I got you, Chad. Here it comes. Bye, Nano Cold. We never knew thee. Goodbye, Chainsaw of a thousand forms. You were vanity, a guy guessed. Goodbye, ghost of Sergeant Pepper, the giant talking burrito. Hello, Mr. Cinnamon, the giant talking churro. Hola, it out, Chip. Here it comes into the light, everyone. Run those doors, No, my claim, my claim. They must stay in the world of shadow. Oh, no. To darkness I return, but from darkness I shall come again to claim my own once more. I shall yet have that in my snare. The... Oh, oh me. That was a bizarro dream I just... Wait a minute. Livy, Chad! I'm here, Daddy. Livy, I'm so glad to see you in the real world. Me too. Thanks for coming for us. I'm here too, Uncle Lance. Thank goodness. Well, where's that witch? For that matter, where's the cabin? Why have I been asleep under the open sky on a rotten old timber that gave me a neck cramp? Ow! Lance, it would appear that Grandmother Shadow has vanished and taken her demon cabin with her. Kind of like a, uh, like a, a kind of, you know, the, the kind of thing that vanishes at the break of dawn. I was kind of hoping to hear her scream in total defeat or break apart in a million pieces in the sunlight or something. You know, Lance, I figured that the Grandmother Shadows of this world never really die. They just bide their time as they wait in the, 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 the dark thingies off to the side. Well, at least we can be on our guard from now on. Well, besides, this is a happy day. The sun's arising, we saved the kids from a nightmare realm of total doom and fought a zombie army, and I got to converse with a giant talking burrito. Oh, it was the most enjoyable night's work. Uh, yeah, Chip. Uh, the most important part of the story being the part where we saved the kids from total doom. Oh, giant talking burrito, may I remind you? who sacrificed his life for the greater good. Never shall he be forgotten. And I learned a valuable lesson about trying to beat up your acquaintances. Come up with a better plan. Sparky, literally my favorite person in the whole world who smells like rotten sardines. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking forward to smelling that on the drive home. Me too. Me three. <laughs> uh, we'll get out of here as soon as... Uh... There's multi-possum trench coat man with the car. Yeah, uh, maybe don't cut through the corn like... This ain't my car! 
No, uh, I guess it was total, so he had to trade it in. For a Lamborghini? Never you fear, Lance. I gave him your credit card. Chip! Can we get a ride to town, too? Thank you, all, Walter and Gary. We should have had the ghost witch dump you in Shadow Nightmare World and leave you there. We hate you because you smell like roadkill, Lance. And because you pay hobos to bathe you, Lance. You're a monster in human flesh, Lance. We hope you go swimming and are impaled on a swordfish, Lance. Oh, for peace's sake. I guess y'all already live in Shadow Nightmare World, huh? Well, come on, everybody. All's well that ends well, I guess. Yay! And best of all, we weren't stung by any killer bees. Well, now, Chippin' might not be a good idea to mention that. Stuff and nonsense, Lance. No, this ain't the season for killer bees. Oh, besides, lore has it that the ghost witch was a known hater of killer bees and killed everyone she came into contact with. As a matter of fact, given the blow we dealt the witch this morning, I'd wager the ghost of said killer bees should be released from the witch's power about now. Killer bee ghost! Ah! Yeah, killer bee ghost! Killer bee ghost! Ah! 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 No! Nightmare at Cold Clutch Farm was written by Nathan and Ben, produced by Nathan, and executive produced by Nathan and Jake. It was performed by Ben, Jake, Cynthia, Maya, Jeremy, Nathan, and Seth. You can support this work at patreon.com forward slash soundofsanity, or make a one-time tax-deductible donation at warhornmedia.com forward slash give. Give.